You know, Magneto's right. There's a war coming. You sure you're on the right side? Let's do a head count here. The demigod. The super soldier. The master assassin. We are the future, Charles, not them. They no longer matter. As of right now, the Avengers are at war. Earth's mightiest heroes. We have a Hulk. Hello and welcome to This Week in Dice Masters. Well, hey, it's October the 18th, 2014. I'm GM Dave. We're back for Dice Bag number two of This Week in Dice Masters. And I apologize that I left y'all hanging last week, but we had a death in the family, and unfortunately that took priority, of course, for about 10 days, And um, but life is returning to normal, and we are back. I am back. And sooner or later, you know, I've gotten a couple of people that have emailed in about this first show, which is really surprising, and offering their services to co-host, so... At times, I think we'll call on guys like Sean and others that are notables in the community to join me on this wonderful little program as we go forward. But for now, it's just me, you know, for now. And then we'll branch out and do a little bit more. But uh, did apologize, do apologize for missing last week. We're back. And with any luck, we will continue on a pseudo-weekly schedule from here on out. So... We do have a little bit of news for you to share, and we'll get into that right away. Maybe. You know, that sounded better last time. I don't know what happened. Some kind of uh, Dice Masters news from around the world, and it sounded way better last time. Uh, nah, whatever. Anyway, in my mind, and this this was out like... Last week, I noticed it right before uh, Grandfather passed away. Uh, the Dice Masters doubles rules were put up, and there was very little fanfare about that. And this is a 2v2. So if some of you guys like play Star Realms or, uh, well, Star Realms in particular, a uh, little deck builder that is a really elegant little game, it also has some 2v2 that a lot of people enjoy. And this guy is for those types of people that want to play 2v2 on Dice Masters. And it's a little bit different. It's very interesting, and you'd need a pretty big playmat to make it work. But suffice to say that I want to try and do this right after I do a rainbow draft when when, and if all Uncanny X-Men ever shows up, which we think now is going to be on the 29th, but we'll get to that. So doubles game of Dice Masters. Obviously, pick your teams, right? And each player, instead of eight character cards and two basic action cards, each player will come to the table with four character cards and one basic action cards. So, when you team up, you'll then have eight character cards, 
and two basic action cards. But each team has to follow the normal constructed rules. So you can't have two beasts. You can't have two gobbies. You can't have, you know, that sort of thing, right? And the basic action cards obviously cannot be the same cards. So that's, you know, that's one thing different. However, some of the cool things that come up with this is the team life total starts at 30 instead of 20. That's kind of cool, too. Every player starts with all eight of their sidekick dice as normal. And then you begin buying your dice. Teammates obviously sit next to one another across from the opponents. And after you've put your character cards out, you know, and, and whatnot, then everybody decides, you know, who's going to go first, all that jazz. And, you know, you can you can determine who's going to go first. Uh, lots of people, you know, they roll energy, they do whatever, they do whatever. So the cool thing here is when you start the game, and you're beginning to take turns, both members of a team go through the steps of the turn at the same time. So in other words, they go through the whole clear and draw deal. Let's Assuming it's not the first turn, they'll clear off whatever's left in their reserve pool and draw four dice. They'll roll and then they'll re-roll at the same time. They'll buy dice, and they'll field dice at the same time, and then they'll attack at the same time. So, that's why you start at 30, because it's a little bit tougher when you got two guys dealing damage to you at the same time. Obviously, on the defense, you'll declare blockers at the same time, and in case you have some weird timing conflicts, which obviously is going to be multiplied with more people in the game... The active players will choose. In this case, the active team will choose the order. And uh, table talk is fine. No problem, right? The only thing is that you cannot use your teammate's energy. So if, if, if you don't get a bolt and you want to get Gobby in the field, for example, you can't use your partner's bolt energy to buy that die. So... I said field earlier. That's that's not it. If you want to buy a die using an energy type that you do not personally roll, then you may not do that. Likewise, if you do not have enough energy to field a die that you rolled, you cannot use your teammate's energy to do that either. So just think of it as it's your own little step and you cannot cross-contaminate. Aha! but you can, sort of. Obviously, you can use globals. Anybody's globals. And the cool thing here is that there is an opportunity after you buy dice and you go through the turns and whatnot that the teams share a common prep area, which is interesting in and of itself, right? Because the prep area is the KO zone. Yeah. And that's where, you know, you've got your ramp, you've got your ramp strategies like Beast or, um, what is it, Nova? I'm not, yeah, Nova Quasar, right? And you've got the ability to share the dice in the prep area. So this will ostensibly allow teams to begin commingling their dice, which is 
very interesting. So when, let's say, you know, you get a bunch of characters knocked out or somebody feels Captain America and it knocks out all the sidekicks and you've got a couple of other, you know, whatever, as, as damage has, has, um, has been dealt or, you know, Hulk does his thing, you know, and they knock out a whole bunch of stuff. You get to decide. The team gets to decide who's going to block. I'm sorry, who's going to take what dice to roll? Yes, this is important. So, Hulk Green Goliath, to me now, is incredibly useful because there's a little clause here that says, effects that would apply to all of your characters include your teammates' characters as well. So let's just say you field Captain America. And it knocks out all your opponent's sidekicks. Well, that's going to apply across the center line, and it's going to knock out all the sidekicks for both guys. Yes. In my mind, that would also mean that Hulk, Green Goliath, whenever the team takes damage, that's going to trigger Hulk, and Hulk's going to do two or three damage to everybody on the opposing side, and that's also going to cross over the center and basically blow up everything. Yeah. So that's going to make that KO and then their uh, prep area pretty big. And you guys can decide what to do in terms of you know, who's going to roll what when it comes time for that thing. So other other little ideas. And, you know, what about the, the buffs, right? So let's say you play the other Captain America, Sentinel of Liberty. All your sidekicks are plus one. Well, all your teammates' sidekicks are also plus one. So what about Webslinger, huh? Well, in that case, it says effects that are centered on one character, such as Spider-Man Webslinger, only affect the player defending against him. So that player's teammate basically wouldn't have all his characters block Spider-Man. So it'd be like... That would be, like, totally uncool, right? So, Web Slinger makes everybody defend. <laughs> and then the other guy gets to swing swing through for, for free, basically. <laughs> that would be, I that would be, like, uh, totally OP. And uh, it's wrong, so don't do it. And if you do, then I'll track you down, and I'll hurt you. I'll throw a die at you, and it'll hurt bad. Um, aside from that, let's see. That is, um, that is it. You cannot purchase your teammate's dice. So you can only purchase from the four cards that you bring. So that's a little bit different. Plan accordingly with your strategy. That you need to have a pretty well-rounded strategy just of the four that you have. Of course, you'll be able to commingle a little bit, but you can't necessarily count on that whole prep area thing with the common prep area. So same winning condition. Bring Bring the other team back down to zero. So there you are. And that is... Dice Masters Dubles. Yes, indeed. So, what happened in Chicago and San Diego? Well, you know, that's one thing is is really kind of weird, is that we don't know what happened in Chicago, because nobody really ever posted what happened in Chicago. And, but we do have a whole bunch of information about what happened in San Diego. But before we get to that, we're going to say... Hmm? The Dice Masters Uncanny X-Men, according to WizKids, they say the vast majority of product has arrived, 
but the last couple of containers destined for the west coast are sitting on a dock at the port of Los Angeles waiting for a chassis. What the hell's a chassis? I don't know. So they can be transported to the west and southwest warehouses. Well, unfortunately we can't launch until the containers have been delivered to the respective warehouses. Well, guess what? <laughs> that sounds like a YP to me. YP being your problem. We've held out as long as possible, hoping for a favorable resolution, but as of this afternoon, we're determined we're not going to hit the October 22nd release date. You think? It's the 18th. Anyway. So they moved the release date to October 29th, and of course they say some diamond stores have already shipped. Well, you know, whatever. Any release of products violation, blah, 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 you'll get in trouble, so don't do it. So anyway. You're not going to find it on your store shelves on the 22nd, like they said. Is this any surprise? We're facing supply chain issues again. Let's just hope it goes a little better than last time. Maybe they'll have a little bit more product and learn their lesson. Of course, now they've made the game stale. So, you know, I don't know. I I really don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But uh, you guys, uh, we need to plug Dyson on. D-I-C-E-A-N-O-N, like Dice Anonymous. Dyson.com. Really nice little deal. Nice blog. Good articles. Nicholas Pham has a very good article on Rampage. And if you don't know Nicholas Pham, he's the guy that finished, I think he just barely finished out of the top four. And he did not have a single super rare on his team in San Diego. Yeah. He had a like a ramp. In fact, he called it a Rampage deck. And he used that to great efficiency with Storm and Beast and Gambit. Uh, I don't remember if he had um, if he had Nova in there or not, but uh, he he was um, he was really good. So check out his he wrote an article on how to ramp and how to do it well on Dysonon on the Dysonon site. So you guys check that out. Likewise. There's a Vassal module out if you want to play online. I have not done it yet. I probably should at some point in time, but, you know, hadn't done it yet. Um, I really, really should, but anyway. All right, so let's get to... Let's get to the San Diego event. Alright, so here it is, from, 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 from the San Diego event, the winner again was Sean Eli, and I won't mock him this time, I promise, I promise I wouldn't, and I, and I won't. His team, Mr. Number One, was Rally and Distraction. As your basic actions. And then, tell me if you've heard this before. Beast. Mutate 666. Serena. Gobby. Hulk. Storm. And that's got to be Windrider. Silver Surfer for the global. Phoenix for the global. Only one die piece on those. And Mr. Fantastic for the global. So basically, yeah. Yeah, you're going to be re-rolling. You're going to be pulling dice back, you're going to be doing a lot of things. It's a very well-rounded deck. 
and it is uh, played obviously very well by Mr. Sean, who won again. Yeah. How about that? So I told you about Nicholas Fam Squad, right? And he he didn't win, obviously, but I'll just just to give you a, a, an idea of what he used. He used uh, Mutate Six 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 Beast, Ace in the Hole Gambit, Mister Fantastic, Brilliant Scientist, Johnny Storm, my favorite, of course, Storm Wind Rider, Silver Surfer, naturally, Magneto. To force the reroll of the villain die and Colossus, yes, that 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 Colossus that I hardly ever see played ever. It doesn't matter the incarnation. This was uh, let's see, he was using Colossus Piotr Rasputin, which has gotten some play here lately. And it basically is while he's active at the end of your turn, each of your characters level two or higher deals two damage to your opponent. So that's like free damage. Bam. Hopefully they don't have Hulk out. But still, that's something that's a seven drop. I mean that's a that's that's pretty substantial. But with a ramp of beasts and gambits out there, you know, it, it, it's it's substantial. So he used four dice for Gambit, Beast, and Storm, all masks. That's like a super mask ramp. And then of course he had distraction, so he could pull back all the people that make you attack. He could pull back Johnny Storm or whatever he needed to do to pull him back. So that was pretty good, you know. Uh, so let's uh, let's take some other notables. Um, the the Dysonon guy, Matthew Tucker. Yeah. So what did his team look like? Well, he's a big fan of invulnerability. And I kind of liked invulnerability for a while. I, I went away from it, but it still was good. He also had distraction. Of course, you see Serena and Gabi and Mutate 666 and Johnny Storm. Wow. And Green Goliath and Storm. But this one, this one is not Storm Windrider. Mm. And then, of course, Phoenix Red for the global. Yeah. Um, so he was interesting in so far as used, I believe the African Priestess, which is the three drop. And that's the one where you re-roll a target opposing character, and if it doesn't roll a character, go to the use pile. Good. It's definitely less cost than the five drop that, that causes two damage for everyone you don't roll. In my mind, I don't know. I used to use this one quite a bit just to be able to get some character dice out, and then I switched to the five drop. Only because... It was more useful to make them re-roll their sidekicks, and I saw Gobby a lot, and it was really, really good to fight against. But, you know, eh. Anyway, but uh, another guy who finished in the top 16 was Dustin Hall, and I see this um, Beast Mutate 666, Johnny Storm, Gem Keeper makes an appearance, Web Slinger, Phoenix, Hawkeye, Green Goblin, of course, Gobby, and, and Serena which is, uh, you know, a decent team in and of its own right. And, um, yeah, anyway. So, uh, that's about it. They uh, All those that I just went over made the top eight. And uh, one last one that he put up was Roger. Roger. Beast Mutate 666, of course. Serena, Gobby, Windrider, Hulk... 
Gem Keeper, Johnny Storm, this guy. Used Angel. Angel Soaring. That's a two-drop. Nifty little two-drop that can get you a whole bunch of, you know, stuff. It's a rare. If you used an action, he can't be blocked. So, if you used... Oh, he used Gearing Up and Power Bolt, by the way. A little bit different. A little bit departure from uh, the rest of the guys. All those guys finished top eight, so... Feel free to take a look at Dysonon. That's where I got this info. It was a fairly, uh, fairly nice write-up of who... Matthew faced and how they did and so I would definitely take a look at at that before you go on to other things because it's just way too way too valuable to have that kind of a resource out there and then read Nicholas Pham's article on how to ramp as well okay so OP stuff let's take a look at what we've got going on here in Texas. Got a couple of things happening. This, uh, this actually, this past Wednesday, they did month five at Gen X. I was unable to be there due to uh, the family activities that I was still going on with um, during the week last week. I don't know who won. I don't know how it went over there. But I do know that there their final month is going to start November the 5th, and that is a Wednesday, the first Wednesday of November. This is one of those five Wednesday kind of months. I've got Madness Comics in Denton, Texas, Dice Master event on October the 25th. No word as to the format just yet. May even be a rainbow. They've done some rainbow drafts of, of Marvel, of AVX. And I don't know if they're going to do that or construct it. They have not put up their uh, ideas yet. Uh, we've got a post here from the Detroit Area Game Masters. Eternal Games in Warren are doing semi-constructed, constructed, and rainbow. And they are doing month five. Tuesday night at 6.30. So Tuesday night would be the 22nd of October. 22nd of October. Head out there if you're uh, in Detroit. Keep in mind that... You know what we don't have today, as a matter of fact, is the... the um, Or tomorrow. Tomorrow's the WizKids Open is going on in North Carolina. Uh, and so good luck to everybody who's out there. And I believe Colorado is happening today, if I'm not mistaken, out there in Littleton, Colorado. Just, I believe it's just to the south and a little bit to the west of Denver. I've been there. Played at a very nice little golf course out there called something or other. I forgot what it's called. Nice red rocks around there. Really, really cool. And Arrowhead, that was the name of it. One of the best golf courses I ever played. Uh, in the Bay Area. This is 8-Bit Gamers. Don't show up there unless you want Sean to kick your ass, by the way. They have a neat little thing. This is going to be starting in November. They will be hosting Dice Master events every Thursday night. First Thursday is going to be a rainbow draft, and it will be the monthly organized play. And if you guys don't know, the Uncanny X-Men organized play stuff is is shaping up to look, you know, be pretty cool. 
if you haven't seen some of it, just Google it. And there's three different formats I think that are already have that I've already solicited through through Alliance. Second Thursday of the month, they are going to do a constructed league. Then third Thursday, they do a standard it's a standard hybrid. And this is where you bring four. It says sealed constructed. So I'm going to assume that this is where you show up with four, and then you're going to open packs to get your other four. And that is also monthly organized play. And then the fourth Thursday of the month is back to the constructed league again. So the league rule is free. Basically, its participation is free. It, there's, it runs for six weeks. And this is a cool rule. You can only use a card once during the season. This is awesome. So you can't show up every single time with Gobby Serena Rush because it's limited that way. Great rule. Sean, you've become my hero. If that's you that made that up, that's really, really good. It, it makes people think about all kinds of different teams and ways to do it. After six weeks, Whoever wins the league is going to get $50 store credit, and then the, the runner-up's going to get $25 store credit, and I wish I lived in San Diego. That would be really... Or, uh, wait, 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 Bay Area, sorry. So, yeah, that's, you know, that's pretty good. That's really, really good. So, anyway, I like it. And um, that is at 8-Bit Gamers and somewhere in around Santa Clara, California, if I remember correctly. So, you guys check that out. Uh, one other thing we have, Virginia. This is the at the Curio Cavern on Saturday, November the 1st at 1 p.m. And you're going to have the theme for this one. Eight, either all X-Men or all Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. So, they have an interesting little rule, which me, which means that Spider-Man Web Slinger is going to be uh, on, on the Avenger team, is that if any characters that were part of that team at one point in time, but, but are not necessarily... So, like the Spider-Man OP card. You remember that one? I think it was from month three, maybe month four. I don't remember which one it was, to tell you the truth. But uh, Spider-Man, the Amazing, that is an Avenger. To me, that qualifies Spider-Man now as an Avenger. And then, uh, obviously, Uncanny X-Men. There's uh, and it does, and I, it escapes me off the top of my head. The Uncanny X-Men have one character that is uh, Avenger, and then X-Men, and then or X-Men, then Avenger, then back to X-Men again. And I forgot which one that was. I'm sure you guys probably know that um, off the top of your head. But, uh, uh, you know, I don't know <laughs> which one that'll be. But uh, uh, I could probably look it up. But I don't want to because I'm lazy That like that. You know how it is. But uh, anyway, you guys take a look at that. But uh, maybe it's Ant-Man. I don't remember. Anyway, um, that is a Curio Cavern. And then uh, that is in Springfield, Virginia. 6701 Lois Road. So you guys check that out November 1st. And then I've got a post here that says London. Is that London, Ontario? Is that London, England? 
Could it be London somewhere else? Well, we don't know for sure. So, Mr. Saunders, please be a little more specific as to... I'm going to guess it's London, England, and, you know, not London, Ontario. And it just so happens, I think London, Ontario, because I have a business uh, contact up there that I go and visit somewhat regularly. And, yeah, so there you go. All right, so those are the events at hand for Dice Mestiers. Uh, We don't have much in terms of the signal, so we'll get into it, and then I'll just say... Dice Masters, the signal, it cannot be stopped. So, I have heard from a few people who said they listen to the show, they love the intro, the opening, or whatnot, and that's cool. That's Thank you, I appreciate the feedback, and of course, Sean told me that I sucked, because I... I uh, kind of told him that his team was unoriginal and looked like everybody else's team. But, of course, everybody looks like everybody's team these days. You know, the, the meta is what it is, right? So, Sean, I'm sorry. Publicly, I'm sorry. So, what I did promise to say was that I wanted to go through the 10 cards that I don't like. 10 most useless cards. And I actually got a few people that said, hey, I hate this card, I hate this card, I hate this card. So, here are two cards that I find completely useless. Beast, big boy blue, and beast creature. Because when you have beast genetic expert and beast mutate 666, who the hell really cares what the other beasts are? (laughs) I mean, seriously. You get a three-drop beast, and what does he do really? He spin down the block character, or if it's already level one, knock it out. All right, and gain two life if you happen to get, if if you happen to knock out that, uh, that character. Well, okay. Great, but Genetic Expert to me does that just fine. And then if you can spin him down and knock him out on his burst side, then you're dealing two damage back to the other guy. And in in my mind, that common is, you know, or the basic one is just as good as anything else. So, you know, just don't worry about those two beastesses. But uh, I, um, you know... By the same token, the when you've got Black Widow Serena, do you really care about the others? Eh, I don't know. You know, I mean, that's the the obvious answer is is. But of course, you don't have. You know, all the uh, you know, if you don't have the super rare, then Black Widow Killer Instinct actually has some some uh, redeeming qualities to it. So uh, we'll just say okay, that's fine. But. Uh, the uh, Colossus, to me. Um, I don't care about Colossus Unstoppable at all. Spin him up a level. Okay. Well, all right, that's fine. But you know, if you've got, if you're going to use one, you're going to use Piotr uh, Rasputin. And now that the the Phoenix Buster or the, the 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 Phoenix Force Colossus is out, then you know that's an eight drop. And I kind of like the idea of paying two fists to double the the uh, attack and defense of one of your Phoenix Force dice. But of course, that's the only Phoenix Force dice die right now. Unless you get the other 
And then once once they get in with the Uncanny X-Men and you're able to use that Professor X ability to, to start ramping and get the energy, those 8 and 10 drops actually become possible. So, you know, I'm going to wind up with more than 10, by the way. Probably I'm just telling you what I what I don't like. So we've got the two beasts and Colossus Unstoppable. All right. Great. What else? Well, some people... I got a I got a suggestion that some that one guy did not like Deadpool Jack. Yeah. So what does that really have over the five drop that it, to me it it's it's one of those deals where you get a sign an opposing character block and then knock him out for five. So that's the extra five drop you get to knock him out. You're not attacking with a ton with Deadpool, so there's no there's no guarantee you're going to knock out a character. And in this case, if you want to take, you know, if you want to take the hit from Hulk, that at least gets him off the field for a second, you know. So I don't know. I, it's it. I, I I find it somewhat useful. Uh, Doc Doc Ock. <sighs> okay. Target an opposing character when you sign to attack, and that character can't block. Meh. Meh. Megalomaniac, Doc Ock, put it on the list. Top 10, not usable. Doctor Strange. <sighs> yeah, probably a charlatan. Probably a bottom 10. Seven drop, search your bag for an action die and re-roll it. <laughs> Who the hell cares? All right, bottom 10 to me. And Sorcerer Supreme is right there with him. I, I, I just, you know... It's cool, I guess. You can purchase an act an action die for free during your main step. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's something. If but still seven drop that gives you free access to pollute your bag. So take it or leave it. It's right there on the cusp of useless to me. I like Gambit, Ghost Rider, the two drop, Johnny Blaze. I'm gonna put him on the list, and it's gonna make a lot of you mad, and you're gonna say what? That's a tube drop, and you get to get attacked for five five. Yeah, early game. Good luck getting it out. Three cost to field? Give me a break. Uh, I, I ran it. I tried to run it, and I got pissed off that I could never put him in the field. So part of that may just be the fact that I just lost because I put him in the, on a team that I that just you know got destroyed. So, yeah, there you go. Hulk, Human Torch, Iron Man, all, you know, they're not going to be on my list at all. I am going to put Loki Trickster on the, that's a six drop and just doesn't do it for me gem keeper so much more effective at five so Loki Trickster you're useless Magneto former comrade plus two plus two when engaged with an X-Men character okay when you start doing hybrids I guess maybe this will become more valuable for but for now forget it Mr. Fantastic Elastic super rare useless Spin him down to let to let him block an additional character. <laughs> Whatever. That's a vert. Mystique. Put all three on the list. I hate her. Hate every one of them. Copy dice faces. Blah 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 blah. Ugh. Maybe it's just that I don't know how to use her. Nightcrawler. I've never quite understood, but I'm not ready to say useless just yet because it's only a four drop, five drop. You know, so it's okay. Um, and it's cool to knock out a character that just blocked him. So, you know, not bad. Nova's good. Phoenix is good for the for the global, obviously. 
um, as I go forward. I like Professor X's, although the new Professor X is going to be even better. The uh, Punishers are Punishers are okay. I've run into problems. Rogue, put put them all, put them all on the list. I hate Rogue. I hate every single every single incarnation that has to do with Rogue. Capture an opposing die in the use pile. Oh, spin it to level one, and and Rogue copies the die stats. Great. I'm so excited about that. No, give me a break. Silver Surfer. The only reason I'd have him around is for the global. Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man the Amazing? Useless. Another another example of an OP card that's absolutely useless. Six drop, you're not going to get him early, and then you got to pay three fist on top of that to be able to reduce your opponent to half his life. How many life is he really going to have in the middle of the game? And if he has that much, you're going to lose anyway. Storm's a good thing. <sighs> I've never used Thing. I've never seen him played, so he might be useless. But it, it, the, the one thing is, that it's really he does some really cool stuff when you're behind. So I don't know. It might be it might be something, but yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, Thor the Mighty. Uh huh. Just this this just this shade of useless. Seven drop just to knock out an opposing character and gain maybe one or two life. Mm hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It would be useful against Hulk, but you know, that's. Neither here nor there. Venom. Venom's kind of cool in terms of non-fist characters not being able to block and things like that. War Machine's good if you've got Iron Man. I'm not going to put him in useless. But Mjolnir, Fist of the Righteous, useless. That's a six drop. Six damage to every villain. How many villains do you really see aside from Gobby? And do you really want to knock Gobby out? No, you want to keep him in play. So the only thing he's really good for is against Loki. And that's situational at best. Although two guys out of the top eight had it in San Diego. So, I don't know. You know, we'll see. But uh, uh, that's really about it. In terms of basic actions, I am not a fan of Force Beam because you get hulked to death when you do that. I am not a fan of Take Cover because plus two defense doesn't really matter that much to me. I'm not a big fan of Deflection because plus one matters even less than plus two. So there you go. There you are. I used collateral damage during an OP event a couple of weeks ago, and I got destroyed. I, I didn't get destroyed. I won all my games up until the last one, and then I lost. So, but I didn't. Get, I didn't get the card, and then I missed last week's because obviously I had some family things. So I didn't get the card. I didn't get my month five card, and I'm really sad. <sighs> anyway, all right. I will go on and on and on and on if you let me. So I will just stop here as we approach forty minutes for a show that I said I wanted to only be thirty. So we'll see you guys next week on This Week in Dustmasters. And next week, of course, we will not have Uncanny X-Men to talk about. Although I will get into some of the cards that I have pulled from the Rainbow Drafts and whatnot that I have been a part of as a part of the WKO event. And we'll talk about a few of those next time. And maybe I'll try and get Sean on here because Sean has the entire set. In fact, I think he's got the entire set times two. So that we will leave for... Next week on This Week in Dice Masters, you guys take care, and we'll see ya. We are at war. We need a team. Let's do a head count here. Super soldiers.
ever hoped.